Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. It's John Clark, licensed therapist, group practice owner, business coach at privatepracticeworkshop.com. And um, that's the last time I'm going to be saying that for a little while. Uh, that's what today's episode is about. So this will kind of be for like my longtime listeners and people wondering what I've been up to and what's going to happen next, if you care. <laughs> and it's completely fine if you don't care. That's a weird thing about making content in the first place. So I'll just start there that um, for at least the next six months, I'm going on a hiatus. And that hiatus is going to be is going to mean stepping back and not creating content for PPW, putting pause, putting a pause on um, the YouTube channel, the podcast, um, and really limiting the ways in which uh, I'll be serving therapists for the next six months, maybe more. Um, I'm going to start by just kind of recapping how I got here with PPW in part so that you can see and learn from it. And in part for my own just kind of reflection, um, in 2013 or so, when I was out here in San Francisco for the first time, I built my first practice, learned a lot of th things the hard way, and then I started teaching my friends what I had learned. So in that regard, I really fell into this business coaching thing. I held a free workshop for therapists in a, a public library in San Francisco with my friend Abby, and we taught you know, for a couple hours everything we knew about private practice. And I loved it and they loved it. The, the therapist really loved it. And, um, you know, I, you know, I thought we might be onto something. And so that was kind of when private practice workshop was, was born. Um, from there I started doing business coaching for, yeah, therapists that would reach out to me when I moved back to, uh, North Carolina, um, or I moved to North Carolina for a few years, I started doing, you know, group coaching in my office in Charlotte, North Carolina, and just teaching, therapists locally about business. Uh, one year at the ACA conference in San Francisco, I went probably like 2015 or so, I went and uh, just handed out flyers that said private practice workshop, you know, sign up for business coaching, something like that. And um, I uh, just got the word out, you know, a little bit of guerrilla marketing. And I got a fair amount of clients from it, just from handing out those flyers. Um, I was really hungry you know, for business, really hungry to grow, really hungry for money. And during those early years, PPW took a bunch of different forms, one of which was our marketing team that was called Unconditional Media. I had, uh, we used to build websites, do SEO. We um, managed about 50 Google Ads accounts at one point across, you know, five or six different um, uh, Google Ads specialists. So a lot of you were part of that or, you know, clients of ours. Um, and then came the launch of Fully Booked, and I kind of stumbled into that too by just thinking about what's the biggest problem that I'm seeing among therapists, and that problem was um, getting new clients consistently. I created a pretty lame course called um, Digital Marketing Made Simple or something like that, and then I took a course on creating a course by a guy named Sam Ovens. He led me to create what would then become known as fully booked. So the next step of the next iteration of that program was um, instead of digital marketing made simple, it was five steps to fully booked and then it just became fully booked. That was a great time and a big time of growth, you know, for me and for this company. Um, I had more of a team around me. We were doing two episodes a week of the podcast. Um, I was, 
you know, flying around the country to, to speak at therapist events and whatnot, and built a lot of great connections along the way with both therapists and other, you know, private practice coaches. Um, and there's a lot of them now. <laughs> that's another thing that's changed along the way is there's, there's a new one popping up every week. And I think that's generally good because I think finding a business coach is kind of like finding a therapist. It's just part of, it has a lot to do with just your, who you kind of resonate with and, and kind of vibe with. And so for my long-term coaching clients listening to this, you know who you are. And just to ease any anxiety there, um, I'm continuing to work with you guys after this. I'm just kind of hitting pause on you know, content for PPW and on really growing PPW and I'm putting my focus elsewhere. So anyway, yeah, fully booked was kind of like the heyday of, um, of PPW and that program did really well. We had, um, we had a great deal of therapists go through that program and get really good results, you know, and that program, I think, uh, changed a lot of lives, you know, and got a lot of therapists fully booked and did, what the title of the program says it it does and i'm very proud of that that program to to this day i also created business made human along the way and this the idea of that was creating a mastermind an affordable weekly mastermind a community of therapists to help you identify your values and then create a business and a life that's aligned with those values and to draw out the human aspect of business and to infuse you and your personhood and your humanity into your brand and your business and who you are and having real impact on the world. So that's that's kind of where the BMH came from. And that has a lot to do with why I'm making this shift today and trying to practice what I preach. Um, I've mentioned you know, some of the highs of PPW the past few years. Um, there's there's definitely been lows as well. You know, I think operating in this online business world is tough. Um, dealing with haters, having people write nasty emails, um, people leaving nasty YouTube comments or judgmental YouTube comments. Um, you know, I try to have thick skin, but um, it's tough. It's impersonal. Um, I don't like the kind of competitiveness of um, the online business world, the attention grabbing kind of content creating stuff. Um, that's kind of the ethos of the online business world, you know, making big promises, get to six figures fast and beyond. There's a lot of that. And, um, you know, there's, there's, there's drama among the private practice coaches, you know, that happens mostly behind the scenes in terms of people copying each other's programs, um, people backstabbing one another, fake friends happening quite a bit. And, you know, that stuff definitely has something to do with my decision kind of shifting focus away from this stuff. Um, it's just not really a world that I want to keep growing in for now. Um, and again, that's a difficult thing to say because my work with therapists, you know, and the therapists that have paid me for my help have been incredible and well worth it. And I think we'll, we'll continue to be worth it. But um, for now, you know, this whole online business world and private practice coaching world is just, um, yeah, not a place that's really resonating with me. And that's been, you know, heavy on me for some months now. And I have finally, you know, just kind of made that decision to, um, to follow that. And tell my team that and to, um, uh, you know, really reduce my team, uh, quite a bit to, to make this happen. Um, so I, you know, I have new opportunities in front of me and I think the thing that I realized is, you know, I'm kind of getting back to my roots in a way and that I think what I'm absolutely the best at is being a therapist and followed by that, I'm good at being a teacher some of you know, I have half of a PhD in counselor education and it was on my way to being, you know, professor 
teaching counseling. And um, halfway through that program, I had um, a head injury that that put a pause to that real fast and limited what I can do even to this day. Um, but there's that bigger part of me, you know, that's still very much a teacher. And so within my practice now, my, my group practice here in San Francisco, we are um, a trauma and EMDR practice and we've become like a teaching practice where I get a great deal of um, <clears throat> meaning from teaching and mentoring our clinicians that are rising up and finding themselves through the work and, um, you know, I'm guiding them through those big and small clinical moments. And, um, I think I'm, uh, quite good at it and get a lot out of it. So that, and, you know, even just being in an office here, seeing people in person, building community here in San Francisco is really what I'm about and where, where my heart is right now. Um, I have a parallel endeavor happening where I started in at my acting career about a year ago, and it's really taking off now. I've shot a few TV commercials recently. I got signed by an agent, and I'm finding a great deal of meaning in that. I should say even above all of this, you know, two and a half years ago, I became a dad for the first time. And so having a business that has less emotional residue is what I call it, is really important to me so I can be, you know, as present as possible, you know, within my family as a dad, uh, as a partner. And, um, that feels pretty clear to me now. And so I think, you know, PPW has more emotional residue than my practice and just really focusing on, you know, supporting our therapists and helping them support their clients. That's something that feels pretty straightforward to me, pretty honest, pretty grounded. And I think even just the past few years and dealing with, with COVID and, working remotely for the past few years as it is, I'm, I'm happy to, you know, have a, a work life that's a bit more rooted and grounded and connected to community. The sense of community is, um, probably number one for me in terms of what I value both in business and in life everywhere I go. And every time I move, I try to build community around me, people that have similar interests and values and want to create stuff together. Um, yeah, it's it's been difficult, and it, you know I'm I'm like self conscious even making this stupid little episode because again it's like on one hand who cares on the other hand there's a bunch of people in the room right now more than I've ever attended a podcast episode listening to what I'm saying and starting to leave comments so I know that that some people care um, and I know I've helped a lot of people through this and I know my content will keep helping a lot of people um, my door is still open you know, to people that want to book time with me and get help from me for, you know, a very explicit rate that, that we have on our homepage and that'll continue to be there. But, um, you know, I've had a really good, good run at it with this stuff and really proud of how far I've come. Um, yeah. Um, it, it's interesting, you know, and I think people, um, <laughs> Sam is leaving a comment in the the chat that she wanted about the behind the scenes stuff or even could sense it. And I think that that speaks to, you know, this idea of just how I felt for the past year or so of struggling to feel like my heart is truly in it um, or in it to kind of keep it growing. And so that's another reason why I'm just kind of shifting my focus and finally listening to that. And I, I think making the hard decision to try to do what makes me happy and to use my gifts in a, in a setting that 
that makes the most sense. Um, and, you know, and again, for like those private practice coaches who are like on the come up, I think that's, that's been, that's good. And people can sense that. And those are the, the, the business coaches that are getting, you know, the big boost and, um, and kind of going places. And, and I think that's really good because I think as long as faculty keep refusing to teach therapists about business, then this big gap will always exist in our industry, you know? And I think that's how I know I could always come back to this and, you know, may come back to it in some form or fashion, but it's just, it's such a big need that I've been very interested in how to help meet that need, you know, and help therapists kind of get there and become business owners. And I am, I have a chip on my shoulder about how unprepared we are through graduate school and, even offering one course on business would be a tremendous gift, you know, with all the time and money we put into grad school and how resistant and archaic our faculty tend to be. You know, so many faculty, even if they have a private practice, they see five people a week, private pay, all word of mouth in an office that they sublease. They, they don't really know what it's like to be a business owner or to grow a group practice or be a manager or, you know, offer a 401k to your employees or, you know, make content. Um, so I, I think it is still, you know, a real miss that that the therapy world doesn't really embrace that and embrace, you know, learning to talk about business and money and um, becoming wealthy, you know, and, and working through some of that stigma and that the ways in which we kind of oppress our own industry. So I'm still, you know, care a lot about that and think it's we have a long way to go. Um, and again, I mean, I hope that you know, some of my content will help to continue to create that. To, to push that narrative a little bit and help empower people to, you know, build the business they want and become wealthy and raise their fees and um, be entrepreneurial and launch an online course or a YouTube channel or whatever it is. So I think, cause I think there are so many great ways to, to do that and to be um, a modern therapist. Um, so I'm interested to see, you know, how that, how that looks for, for the future and even for these kind of future, the future generation of therapists, those that are graduating now or those that are, um, you know, 10 years younger than me and are creating their entire business through Instagram, you know, creating a private practice through Instagram. Um, who's to say that that's not a great way to do it if it works for them. And I know it works for a lot of them. So it's, it's cool to see that. And I remain, you know, humbled just by seeing people do it different ways. Um, like I said, I, I think that the key for me is, it's crucial to practice what you preach and both as a therapist and a business coach, the main, one of the main kind of guideposts that I use is identifying your values and then trying to align your life to, to those values. Um, and so me, you know, stepping back from PPW is a way of doing that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'll pull up a few comments here. Um, if any of you all have like questions, comments, by all means, feel free to let me know here. I'll hang out for, I don't know, another five minutes. This will be available to watch later if you give a damn, or it'll be on the, the audio version, <laughs> um, tomorrow. Um, Julia says, I appreciate your transparency and drive to stay present with your dreams is so inspiring, especially alongside the role of a parent. You've inspired my work more than anyone else. Wow. That is way too nice. 
Thanks, Julia. Um, yeah, I already read some of Sam's comments. She said, thanks for all your help over the years, John. I appreciate you. This totally resonates with me. I think that's the thing too, is so many times, like even last semester in BMH, you know, I helped a therapist make a very difficult decision to shut down her group practice and go back to solo practice because it was so clear that that's what she wanted and that would be a life that would make her happier and less stressful and she had just had enough and all it took was for someone like me to give her permission to go do that thing and go shut down the group practice and who gives a shit what other people say or who gives a shit about you know scaling and making a million dollars and all these things and you know her, her group practice was just it was just sucking her her life away and making her miserable. And she was getting further and further from what she loves, which is being a therapist and practicing her craft and uh, really being an artist. And I, that's how I see the life of a therapist really is you're the life of an artist more than anything. And only therapists understand that, that we what we're doing is so much more art than science and developing our craft over many years. I just started with a new therapist who's 80 years old. And boy, <laughs> the a you know that his therapist therapy self ages like fine wine because he's just on another level of you know having done therapy for 55 years it's pretty incredible something i definitely aspire to in being being where he's at and being so grounded in who he is and how he works and, and in the identity of a therapist really incredible as well um Farhad says, uh, appreciate all the help you provided. Thank you so much. Good luck for you on your journey. You guys are being way too nice. Um, Margie says, thanks for sharing that you have done over the years. Uh, you do make a difference. That's really nice. Uh, Kate Piper says, you've been authentic and have given your best. I applaud you for taking care of you. Thank you. That's, that's really kind. Um, um, Julia says, I'm in this exact spot in my career. How did you get to this place to shift? Um, to, to be honest, a lot of it has to do with having the choice to shift. And because I have two businesses and other ways to make money, that made it a question of meaning and what makes me happy and where is my time best spent and what makes sense for me as a parent now to be investing my time in. Um, and my mental capacities are just so limited now because so much of it goes to raising a, you know, a wild two and a half year old. And I, and I want to, you know, give her as much as I can. So, um, it's a it, definitely a privilege to have that opportunity to jump into something else and just focus on growing, you know, just, just supporting my clinicians at the practice and letting that kind of, um, be enough and getting back to those, those clinical roots. So, that's all by design though. I like to have options. I like to have some diversity in income streams and then, and whatnot. So years and years of building this stuff and having options. And then I think just lots of hard conversations with people close to me, whether it's my, my wife or close friends, um, uh, other private practice consultants who are dear friends of mine and just saying, this is what's going on. And then having them really hold me accountable and call me out and say, go do it. Okay. What are you going to do about it? Right. You got this clarity, you got this feeling, right? You have this dissonance or this fatigue um, with this work. So, so go do it. You know, what are you going to do next? And so I did it. Um, and those people that know who they are for sure. Um, yeah, just, and then I think the other thing is you just, you take half a step and see if it feels right. 
it's like any decision, right? Whether you're like buying a house or moving across the country, like try it out, take a step in that direction. If it feels right, keep going. If it feels wrong, turn around, right? Most decisions in life are reversible. And what most decisions are, um, yeah, very few are irreversible in life and in business. So that frees me up quite a bit to just make decisions and go do them. I mean, I've had so many shifts in this business alone. Um, and at times I think that's been a result of like not knowing what I wanted or lacking vision or just chasing too much. But now it feels, you know, a bit more clear and a more intentional shift. Um, and a shift that comes more from uh, maturity. Um, and just lots of hard lessons and just, I think just not caring, just not really giving a shit too much. I mean, the, the irony is like making this episode. Now there's more people in the room than any episode and people caring and giving shout outs and support. So it really shows that like doing the hard thing often pays off and is rewarded. And that obviously, you know, as therapists, you guys really value authenticity and honesty and living in line with your values, you know, and, and congruency is kind of, I think the key word. Um, and just going for it. That's what I think being an entrepreneur is about is, is going for it. And going back to your vision every single day and going, what do I want? What do I want? What do I want? What do I want? You know, I use my own kind of vision tool here and I look at these questions that I've answered in the past few months. Things that currently give me energy. And I have that short list here, which again, at the top of that is teaching new clinicians, you know, um, up there is still, you know, coaching some of my established group practice owners who are really doing the work, their, their emotions are, are in it, their heart is in it, and they're, they're, they do the work. They don't just make excuses and they do, what I, they do what I tell them to do as well and they take my advice. That's rewarding to me. So I still look forward to doing that, you know, kind of in a smaller capacity with the right people. Um, and then there's other things on this list, yeah, that, that I continue to want to wanna push for. The second question is, what do I want to be known for? You know, and these are really big things too, and these are quite, you know, personal to me, but I would encourage you to, to think about these questions and to look at them every day. And you kind of ask yourself, like, if I want to be known for X, Y, and Z, am I, am I taking action today that is going to help me be known for, for those things? And then the last question is, what am I great at? And you know, right, like where your brilliance is. Most For most of us, that's being a therapist or some version of that. And, you know, for some people, that's being a group practice owner or like being a manager or being a leader. Or some people are really good at like operations in a group practice. Some people are really good at making content. Maybe they're not as good of a therapist, but they're really good at like making content or doing SEO or whatever, um, or doing HR stuff. I, I don't know. But um, I think most people kind of know like what they're, what they're really great at and where the gifts are. And I think we have a duty to others and ourselves to engineer our life and business around those gifts. Um, Shireen, she's a buddy of mine, says, I've always been inspired by you, John, and know you'll continue to be a positive force in our field. That's very nice. Um, Julia says, your process is really so valuable to me. I love what you said about being a creative at heart. I feel that in my bones. Thank you. Yeah, I think, you know, that's the biggest thing to me that um, 
I've kept coming back to, and, you know, again, outside of being a therapist, I'm a musician, you know, a lifelong musician. I started acting, you know, a year and some change ago, like I mentioned. And I think like just identifying like an artist in, uh, you know, in the life of a therapist is, is kind of what became clear to me. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's a wild ride. So yeah, I mean, you know, trying to tell my story here, but also just give value to you guys who are here and who are listening. Um, and again, asking those questions of yourself, like things that give me energy. What do I want to be known for? What am I great at? Those are just questions that I made up, but I've been staring at my answers, you know, every day for some months. And it's it's all like cognitive dissonance, right? It's like either you um, either you change the belief or you change the behavior. <laughs> There's only one way out of, two ways out of dissonance, right? And so that's that's what became really really clear to me over time. Um, I'll probably wrap up there. I again, if you guys here have questions, comments, I'm happy to hang around for another minute minute or two. Um, but that's the that's the big update. And um, either way, you know, in about six months, I'll check in with you guys and reach out to the email list or I'll reach out here on YouTube um, slash podcast um, to, to, to just see kind of where things are at. And like I said, for now, um, we have ways to help you. You can still, um, you can buy fully booked just the materials. You can, um, you can book time with me if you want. You can just go through, you know, all of our free stuff and, and really, just benefit from that and get what you need. So I think that's a, that's another great kind of asset for you guys, but um, there you have it. I'll kind of wrap up there. Um, thank you guys again for, for being here. Thanks for the, the um, very generous um, uh, comments and compliments. Very, very, very kind. Appreciate that a ton. And um, yeah, that's all for now. So for now I'll just say um, see you later. And um, yeah, thanks again for being here. So take care of yourselves. Keep doing great work out there in the world. And um, I'll see you down the road. Cheers. Cheers.